Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. Portions of the Oilers Now podcast are brought to you by ProAmSports.ca. We return to Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Brought to you by Digitex. Office equipment solutions North America-wide? Yeah, Digitex does that. D-I-G-I-T-E-X dot C-A on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad. Welcome back, everybody. It is 1230 in Edmonton. This is Oilers Now. Bob Stoffer with you. Uh, in mere moments, the vice chair of the Oilers Entertainment Group, Bob Nicholson, will be uh, taking the podium. There has been, uh, well, uh, a fair amount of congestion as to what is going to transpire here. Uh, and to be frank with you, we don't 100% know. Uh, so, uh, but Bob Nicholson is coming up here uh, right away. Uh, and it's in lots of cities, there is a State of the Union address that takes place with the, the president of the uh, company and uh, Peter Shirelli, who is the president of hockey operations for the orders and general manager. He would ultimately report to Bob Nicholson, and Bob Nicholson would be the liaison between the Oilers management team and Edmonton Oilers owner, Daryl Cates. So uh, I already referenced the fact that John McDonough uh, does that similar type of role for the Chicago Blackhawks with Rocky Wirtz, uh, who has taken over uh, from his father, Bill, uh, Dollar Bill Wirtz, who has long since passed uh, about 10 years ago. The Hawks have been, frankly, a different organization since that has occurred. Um, but... Uh, Two weeks ago, we saw a situation where the Chicago Blackhawks organization had John McDonough speak before the end of the season because there was rampant rumors at that time that there was going to be a change uh, with the general manager and or the head coach. Uh, it was an in- interesting time a couple of years ago with... Uh, the uh, Hawks organization and the relationship between their general manager and the head coach. Bob Nicholson is about to take the stage and we will go to the podium at this time. Good afternoon everyone. Um, Before I address the Oilers situation uh, I just want to again take us back to the tragedy in Humboldt. Uh, You know in my old career with Hockey Canada dealing with junior hockey players and minor hockey across the country. The outcry and support in Canada has been unbelievable, but across the world. And it is in our DNA as Canadians. And when you look at the families that have been affected here, you know, they're young boys were part of hockey. You know, the bus rides is what the game is all about. Our thoughts and prayers are with them from OEG, from all our players and staff. And I think you saw the press com- or the press release. Uh, we will be holding a service here on Tuesday at 1 o'clock. And we invite uh, all of the public here uh, to go uh, into this service. So again, uh, to all the families, uh, our thoughts and prayers are with you. In regards to the Oilers, uh, I know there's been a lot of... Uh, different comments being made. Uh, we are in an evaluation process. I'm here today to tell you that uh, the president and general manager of the Edmonton Oilers, Peter Shirelli, will be the uh, general manager next year. Uh, we are going through the process with not just the coaches, but with everyone within the hockey operations and uh, within the OEG staff. Uh, Peter, when, you, when I look at that, I really believe in his plan. Over the last number of years, uh, or last number of months, 
We've been meeting with uh, a lot of our season ticket holders. Uh, there's been anger and disappointment of where we ended up. Uh, and we certainly understand where they are. And we will have a plan coming out here in the near future of how we're going forward. Any questions? Is Paul Coffey coming back to the Oilers next year? Uh, Jim, that's part of the evaluation uh, that uh, we're looking at right now of all those pieces, uh, the all the coaching staff, uh, all of that's under review, and we'll uh, have something in the near future. But Paul wasn't around a whole lot this year because of the family commitment. So what was the reasoning bringing him in halfway through the year and then he wasn't really around the team all that often. Yeah, I'm not going to get too deep into that, but we really thought that uh, it was important for uh, Paul has a great resource. Uh, we knew it, we wouldn't be able to use it a lot because he was coaching his son, and uh, I think Paul contributed, and we'll evaluate where that'll go uh, going forward. Bob, just to clarify, Peter comes back as president and GM next season? Yes, both president and general manager. And secondly, um, obviously there are tough times this season, and during those tough times, the Tampa Bay model came up uh, in discussions. Is that maybe something that you guys look at moving forward where you want to stay the course as opposed to make, maybe taking a different direction with things? I think we want to do an evaluation and make the decisions that we feel are right. And, you know, we're going to make sure that we take the appropriate time to make those decisions. And uh, that's what's going on right now. Bob, you were definitive that Peter Shirelli's returning when it comes to specifically Todd McClellan, or are you prepared to make that commitment about him as the head coach, or are he and his three assistants all up in the air? Yeah, it's all being uh, evaluated at this time. Today I'm just making an announcement that Peter is here and leading that process. And can I ask what makes you confident in Peter after a difficult year that he should, should stick around? Yeah, you know, once uh, I came in here three years ago as the CEO, I hired Peter Shrelly. I've seen seen his plans of what he's done. A lot of it you don't see what he's done with the scouting uh, component of this organization. And yes, we had a down year, but I really believe when uh, I talked to Peter, he has a plan to uh, get us back in the playoffs next year, and we'll unveil that plan uh, once we go through this evaluation. Is the playoffs, is it make or bust then for Peter Shirelli at this point? If he doesn't make it next year, did you see him sticking around? Because I don't think the plan of missing three out of four years could have been the proper plan. Our, our goal is to make the playoffs next year. Uh, Bob, if you can, um, I know you you know, you're, speak on behalf of upper management, but also the owner. Um, can you maybe just take us through the sentiment expressed to you by Daryl Cates, the owner of this team, who we don't necessarily get to talk to, but uh, where his head is at after the disappointment that this season was and, and you know, how he feels about all of this? Because I know you in, in some ways speak for him too. Yeah, you know what? It's probably no different than uh, everyone in this room and the fans. There's big disappointment. Uh, you know, last year was pretty exciting for the first time under his ownership that we made... Uh, the playoffs, uh, he's disappointed, angered, uh, and wants us to get it right. And certainly in my discussions, uh, he's waiting to hear the recommendations that uh, I'll make after the discussion with Peter. Bob, in the past, you've referred to uh, this organization as having, uh, <clears throat> putting words in your mouth, but as I understand it, uh, far too many turnovers and coaching staffs. 
um, what part will you play in the decision? And uh, and having already expressed that view, where do you sit on the potential of apparently uh, replacing a coach? Yeah, you know what, uh, Jonesy, it's a it's a good question, and you always want to make sure that you look into into the past. But you know our really focuses on the future of where we're going to go. We all know what's happened over the last number of years here. I'm certainly going to listen to Peter, and then uh, my job is to uh, listen to that and then take that to the ownership in Daryl Cates. Bob, as a hockey man, though, let's take a look at where the game is today. And the fact that, and I'm not trying to make excuses here, but it may not be the easiest thing to get this club back into the playoffs with any kind of assurance to the fan, because half of the teams that are in the playoffs now weren't there last year. And clubs that were very good missed the playoffs, and teams that were last, like Colorado, were in the playoffs. So I'm asking you from standpoint as a hockey guy, looking at the league itself and what's taken place. Doesn't that have a really big effect on what's happening here, too? You know what? Uh, Gary Bettman loves the league the way it is today because it is so competitive. Uh, But this league and this organization is evaluated on wins and loss and our jobs to get back into the playoffs. Yes, it's very tough. Uh, You heard Peter uh, the other day talking about our roster and uh, players that underachieved. Uh, We have to really evaluate that. We have very, very good pieces. We just have to make sure that we evaluate all of those pieces and make sure that we put the right pieces in place to get into that playoffs, which is very difficult, uh, but we have one goal, and that's to make sure that we're back in there. Um, Bob, Peter Shirley has, has made some moves that maybe the return hasn't been as, as, as good as hoped. I guess I just my question is, does he still have uh, total autonomy in making those moves, or does he, have to, does he have to go through you now? Is it a process, or does he still have... Yeah, in, in all of that, uh, you know, so Peter leads the hockey operation side. Uh, we talk on that all the time, and I do the majority of the communication to uh, to ownership. Uh, but Peter Shirelli, uh we have other people around us that uh, give us give him input. But it's uh, Peter Shirelli's job to do that. Hi, Bob. Sorry, just to the back left here. Can you can you maybe just describe a little bit of your um, working relationship and maybe off ice sort of uh, rapport w- with Todd and and what you have liked about uh, what he's been able to do? And I'm not sure if you want to take it further as to maybe what you don't like, but just the kind of guy that you've been able to get to know. Uh, you, you know what? I'm not going to go too deep into that, but uh, you know, I think Todd McClellan's. Uh Pass speaks for itself. He was up for coach of the year. Uh, Todd is a person that uh, really uses all his, his assets, uses his assistant coaches, and in the competitive environment that we're in in the National Hockey League, I think you have to make sure that you use all those resources. We're going to certainly evaluate those, have those discussions on uh, all the resources that are there, and uh, how do you put all that together to go forward in a positive manner. Bob, one of the things that happened this year is you, I mean, you finished the season out of the playoffs and that was below expectations, but you did so with a lot of space on the salary cap. Um, is that, was that a misstep? Uh, because I know that Daryl Cates is committed to spending whatever he needs to spend, yet you missed the playoffs this year and, and the appearance with that cap space is more could have been done. You know what? Uh, certainly, it's a question there. We know what uh, Connor McDavid's salary is going to be next year. So we, we anything that we do, uh, we're looking at a one 
uh, and two and three year plans. So that's why the cap was where it was this year for our organization. Just for the sake of clarity, when it comes to the coach and the coaching staff, uh, do you have any indication of whether uh, uh, Todd considers his staff a part of his package or whether it's possible to keep Todd and, and uh, maybe release some of the assistant coaches? Uh, just straighten that out for us. Yeah, I don't really want to get into that. Uh, that's part of the evaluation process that we're going through. Bob, when you look at, uh, you know, you mentioned there was underachieving for certain players, and I think that's fair. I think it'd probably be safe to say there was underachieving then for management and coaches at the same time. So when you talk about Peter's plan, what is it that excites you moving forward that you believe success will come? I really believe that uh, uh, Peter really thinks through everything that he does. I really believe that he understands where our gaps were this year. And making those changes aren't easy, as you all know in this room. Uh, so we have to make sure that we have a number of different uh, situations to move forward. And Peter Shirelli's got a very good relationship with other general managers in, in this league to make those um, trades or exchanges uh, easier than someone that uh, doesn't have those great relationships. Could I go back to the cap for just a minute? Uh, this year... Connor McDavid's big deal kicks in, right? Are you foreseeing any problem being able to handle things as they are when the cap is going to be much different? Yeah, we haven't gone into great depth on that, but we feel um, when we've looked at that that there's a we will be a cap team or very close to the cap team and we'll be able to make some movement uh, to strengthen this team. Bob, uh, sorry, just back left here. Um, you, just uh, regarding the evaluation period, do you have an idea yet on sort of your own timeline of working through this and then making the decisions you, you, you have to make or you want to make? Yeah, I think uh, from my own personal side of it, uh, I'm not a person that's going to rush it. We'll announce it when we're ready and do all our homework. Um, I, so I'm not going to put a timeline to that, but certainly we're on it now, and when we're ready to make those uh, decisions, uh, we'll announce those to everybody. Bob, just up front here. So this evaluation period, then, it's 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 just all Peter, or are you involved in part of this too? Or, I mean, it's led by Peter Shirelli. Okay, and, and what about your input in I have all of my input with Peter Shirelli as we have other people uh, in that uh, situation. And we have two vice chairs, uh, Wayne and Kevin, and there's lots of things out there. It's Peter's call. Uh, he will use those assets uh, as needed. Now, Bob, that's obviously Peter's involved of, of the on-ice hockey stuff. Uh, you were involved in everything in, in OEG. Um, I have a lot of people at times who talk about wanting to enhance the fan experience at the game, not just what happens on the ice. There been talk in the organization to, you know, when you look at, and I know Vegas is very unique as of what they have in that market, but making the game day experience better for the fans who dole out big dime dollars. Yeah, we talk about it all the time, and you know, I think the fans uh, in Edmonton are different than in Vegas, although when you talk about the Vegas experience, we had six or 7,000 fans down there, but that's part of it all the time. I think when you look at a Canadian fan compared to a U.S. fan, they're different. Uh, you saw what happened in Winnipeg last night. You saw what happened when we were in the playoffs here. It changes at certain times, but that's something we talk about within the organization. But is there a way then to 
build that so it isn't just the playoffs where you can handle Because I hear a lot of fans complain that they're told to sit down and not cheer at certain player games. Yeah, that certainly isn't something that we encourage. Uh, we want to try to, you know, we bring in uh, Cameron to get the fans out of their seats. We're looking at different ways to make sure they get up and cheer. Bob, coaches are evaluated on wins and losses. How do you evaluate a general manager? Because obviously, Peter did a good job last year, mm -hmm. did not do a good job this year if you're out of the playoffs. So how do you evaluate a general manager who obviously is a general manager of a team that is closer to the bottom than a playoff spot? Excellent question. Uh, starts with wins and losses, but it also starts with uh, what you're doing uh, with your scouting group, uh, how you are... Uh, handling the scouts and how you're handling your development and uh, in all of that uh, Peter's done a very good job of how, how he's organized that I feel our information that we're getting uh, going into this year's draft and what we're doing on the development side is very good so it starts with wins and losses but those other par uh, pieces are very important because a general manager's job is to make the organization strong longer term a coach's job is to have that team uh, successful shorter term thanks guys that is uh, the vice chair of the Oilers Entertainment Group, Bob Nicholson. Uh, his availability uh, right to the chase. Uh, Peter Shirelli will remain as president and general manager of the hockey team. Uh, Peter Shirelli will lead the deep dive on uh, the coaching staff. One of the things that did not get brought up during the course of that availability was that the uh, Bakersfield Condor season is not done. They still have uh, a couple games left this weekend. There's going to need to be uh, an evaluation there, and that may ultimately end up into tying some potential options uh, as well moving forward uh, on, a, on a coaching front. So keep that in mind, uh, which is not, I have no idea what's going to happen there, but uh, in other organizations, you do see assistant coaches being moved from NHL teams to uh, American Hockey League teams, uh, this is not an uncommon occurrence at all. Uh, this is Oilers Now. It's Bob Stoffer with you at 105 today. We're going to try to get uh, Louis DeBrusque to join us from NHL Hockey on Rogers. And at 135, Ken Bookham Danico, a longtime uh, New Jersey's Devils television analyst. Uh, we are live from Rogers Place. We're going to take a three-minute break on Oilers Now. When you want to fly your Oilers colors with fan gear or outfit your fan cave, there's only one place. ProAmSports.ca. Jerseys, apparel, headwear, and memorabilia from your favorite players and teams. Whether it's the NHL, the CFL, the NFL, MLB, or more, ProAm Sports are your fan cave specialists. And if it comes with a ProAm Sports certificate of authenticity and hologram, you know it's 100% authentic, hand-signed memorabilia. So no matter who you cheer for, ProAm Sports has got your guy. Visit their Edmonton showroom on St. Albert Trail. Fill your fan cave at ProAmSports.ca. That's ProAmSports.ca. This is Cam Talbot from your Edmonton Oilers, and you're listening to Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer on 630 Chet. 12.51 in Edmonton. Welcome back, everybody. Bob Stoffer down in Ice District in the Oilers Hall of Fame room where the Bob Nicholson uh, presser has just wrapped up. Uh, to the surprise of probably nobody in this room, uh, 
Nicholson reasserting the position that Peter Shirelli will remain in charge as president and general manager of hockey operations. This is Oilers Now. We'll tell you some guests received gift certificates to Roos Chris Steakhouse. Follow the sizzle to Alberta's own Roos Chris Steakhouse, 9990 Jasper Avenue. A reminder, every Wednesday's date night at Roos Chris, where two can dine for $120. And if you're looking for a great destination this year, take the kids to Disneyland. It's the happiest place on earth unless you're a parent. Just kidding. Uh, fabulous fun, great food, warm weather. Book now of the new West travel package to Disneyland. Your Disneyland California tour includes nonstop airfare, four-star hotel for seven nights, five-day attractions pass for reservations to Disneyland. Call the travel experts at New West Travel, 780-432-7446 or online at newwesttravel.com. Uh, righty. I'm just getting some texts as we speak on a couple different fronts there. Um, again, you can text us at 630-630, and we'll get to some texts. We're going to bring in uh, Reed Wilkins momentarily, but I want to bang off a couple here. Um This text comes in from Rick. He says, Bob, like you didn't know that Shirelli was retaining his job, water carrying is hard. That one comes to us from Rick. Well, Rick, uh, I, I believe for four months I talked about the fact that if it's me, I, I, there is something to be learned from Tampa Bay. Uh, I don't think for a second that the Oilers are near depth-wise what Tampa Bay has of prospects and picks, but Tampa Bay had a tough year last year, an injury plague season. Uh, they had a good finish to the year. They kept their GM. They kept their head coach. Uh, again, you can text us at 630. I guess, Reed, here's here's ultimately what happens. Reed, Reed Wilkins from Inside Sports is going to pop back in. Here's what happens. You know, you have a, a large percentage of the population very angered by what's happened here. And so they want change no matter what. And we don't have all the answers. And, and I have to reiterate the point on the coaching front. Some of the machinations which may take place can't actually take place until the conclusion of the season in Bakersfield. There might be options there for some people on the. Ex- there might be coaches that come up from there to work as assistants. There might be assistants here that end up. That I- that is an entire possibility. But at the end of the day, anything short of Bob Nicholson today coming forward saying we've made a change with the GM's position is not going to appease uh, a segment of the pop, uh, segment of the fan base. Well, I, I thought that was, uh, I mean, I think that was obviously the, the big bullet point out, out of that news conference was the, the commitment to Shirelli to be the GM throughout the summer and, and into the new season. But I do think that the team better be better in the fall and in the, the moves that he makes this summer and the continuation of some of the performances of players that he's acquired in previous years uh, had better be better. Uh, I, I would I would hope that that's the, the parameters of, of him sticking around. This is going to be a big summer for Peter Shirelli. I mean, going into year four with a, with a team, when you've taken one big step forward and then a pretty big step back, uh, I mean, now maybe we'll get some clarity on the actual direction and potency of the roster. Coaching staff, I mean, he wouldn't commit to anybody, not even the head coach. Yeah. So there's... 
something's going to change there. I don't know if it's going to be Todd, but all four guys won't be back. All right, so this comes in, this text at 6.30, 6.30. Please put your names to the text. This text is out of Edmonton, says, Bob, I was a Shirelli believer until yesterday. He talked uh, like the media and the fans are stupid. He took no accountability. Uh, he's made bad moves. He knows it. He should admit to it. Now, he did say when he took the job that he was going to make mistakes. So, But that was at a press conference three years ago, not now. Again, you can uh, text us at 630-630. Do we have a, a mic that's kicked in or something? We keep getting texts from people saying that there is some heavy breathing. In well, that's probably me when I put my headphone on. Uh, it's probably you? All right. Uh, so normally you save the heavy, heavy breathing for yeah. after 10 Well, I did work out this morning, so okay, I'm still well, pretty tired. Yeah, I haven't worked out in the 90s, 2000s, <laughs> or any other time right now. Uh, again, you can text us. So for all of you that are taking time, kind enough to give us a, a sense of the audio, uh, that's much appreciated. I, I'm going to get to a bunch of the more texts. A, a large percentage of them are not very happy right now. What did you expect? Like you're, the general manager and the head coach were up for major awards last year. You just sit there and throw in the towel after a bat. Like, so the first year, the team, uh, McDavid was hurt for 35 of the 82 games. I would say the first year, I expected more, frankly, out of Edmonton. Okay, I thought they could be a little bit better than they were. Last year, I didn't think, I thought they'd finish like 43, 44 wins. They got 47. This year, obviously, was a disappointment for everybody involved. Yeah, but I mean, but, but, I, mean I, I think there's a point where the, the past, the, the relevancy of the past is, is it diminishes. I mean, this isn't uh, this isn't owning a corner store where you look back and say, oh, you know, one year we lost a lot of money, but over the three years, we we made money. I, I mean, you're expected to win every year, and, and your most recent performances carry the most weight. So, I mean, I, I always say I can't I can't tell people how to feel, and certainly on Inside Sports last night, I got a wide range of opinions on players and and coaches and managers. But I but I but I understand it if 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 people want to change. Yep. I mean, that's that's a defensible argument. Absolutely. And comes with it. Uh, this text comes in from Ash. He says, Bob, this past season was horrible. It doesn't make any sense to see no change in the coaching staff. At the very least, Jay Woodcroft, says Ash, has to go. If Tom McClellan can't accept that, I'm afraid he has to go too. Uh, so that's a text coming in. Uh, this text comes in from J-Man. People are not going to like this text from J-Man. J-Man says, lots of people wanted Shirelli to take the blame. They're mad he didn't. Why should he? The roster was picked by many to go to the finals. He blamed the people responsible, the coaching staff, who made a mess of things from start to finish. That one comes to us from J-Man. Well, Shirelli did the Secra question. Uh, it was paused for reflection right at the end of the press conference yesterday. Again, what happened today for me, Reed, no surprise. You'll have more on this coming up tonight before you get like a month off because you got the, the NHL. Well, not, not quite that much off, but uh, yes, we will have more on this tonight. All right, that is Reed Wilkins from Inside Sports. Uh, we'll take a break. We'll head off to a global news weather traffic update with Eileen Bell. When we come back in Oilers now, We'll get to some more thoughts on the season that was for the Edmonton Oilers. Still haven't run all of our interviews. I want to hear the Ryan Nugent Hopkins one at some point. Louis DeBrus coming up from NHL Hockey on Rogers as well as Ken Danico. This is Oilers Now.